Welcome to the Hey Gorgeous Podcast. I'm your host, Masha. And Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, Happy New Year. I know you like this. Once again, you've been in my yay, but I got a good reason. Guess what? My grandbaby was here. Super excited with the holiday. Um, I was able to bring the new year in with my grandbaby. What an amazing, amazing experience. Just to have my little pink pink under me. And it was just beautiful. When I say beautiful, beautiful. They always I was told when I once when I found out I was having a grandbaby and everybody was like, That grandbaby will be a different type of You love your children. I love my children with everything in my heart. I thank God for them because they are the reason of who I am and why I fight so hard to be a better me. So I, I thank them and I thank God for entrusting me with them. But when you have a grandbaby, that's like double the love. Because you get love from your child plus the child's child. Woo! Babies is so, so beautiful. And I and I thank God and I and I honor that. And I really appreciate her parents for allowing her to stay with me. Because, you know, it was rough on them. So she went back this weekend in her sad face. I was so, so sad. But I know that. Um, I will be seeing her again, you know. The kind of suck part about life sometimes is that sometimes you can't be there when you need to be there or want to be there, but you be there when you when God when it's he fit for you to be there. And what I mean by that is like I'm like, Oh my god, I'm gonna move, I'm gonna move so I can be close to my grandbaby but at this time it's not really economically, um, logically everything for me to move but I know God has this, and thank God for this amazing technology. Um, I FaceTime her all the time. It's so cute when I FaceTime her. It's like when you put a phone on her face, she starts smiling. Her decorations for her parents always take pictures of her pretty self. Um, so it is, it's amazing. It's a great love. So enough about my grandbaby because I could talk about her for 55 a million episodes. But let's step into, you know, episode seven. Why New Year, New You? You say, girl, why did you say why New Year, New You? Because we do that every year. Every year we do the same, same cliche. New Year, New Me. New Year, New Me. Why can it be a new year, a better version of you? What was wrong with you? The things that that you didn't do the previous year, you can always do it this year. It don't always have to be a new you. It could be a refined you, a different version of you. So last year you didn't use, lose the weight that you needed to, to lose. You don't have to wait till the 1st of January. You can do it right at the moment where you're at. So granted, we already in January, and it's my one-year anniversary. Yay! But you don't have to wait till the new year to start something new. You don't. Just wait a second. And... It's nothing wrong with New Year's resolutions. Nothing at the wrong. Because I used to do them, but I don't do them anymore. Because at the end of the day is that I'm always having goals. I'm always trying to better myself. So I don't need a resolution or anything to define me. Because we're always like, oh, we're going to go to the gym. But you go to the gym just the month of January, February, you're not. Why, why can't they new me, new consistency? New me, new direction. I mean, excuse me, new year, new direction. New year, new refocus. 
new year, new growth. It don't have to be a new you. It don't have to be another version. It, it could just be a better version of you. Because I don't think it was nothing wrong with the you who you are. Because God made you. He knew your plans before you did. But what's so beautiful about our God, he gave us free will. He let us decide what we want to do with ourselves. But it's really up to you. We get so caught up in what everybody's doing on Instagram, what they're doing this, what they're doing that, that we want to mimic or we want to be them. Or we want to live the life that they live. But God didn't have that for us. Because if he did, you would be doing it. You have to sit down and figure out what is best for you. Sit down and think about that. What can I do differently today, not this is today, that I could have done yesterday? What goals that I didn't accomplish? Maybe your goals, maybe the goal that you had was not like a, an instant goal. Maybe that's a long-term goal. Maybe create many goals. So if your goal is to hypothetically buy a house, and you don't buy a house by June, Maybe the goal, it was not unrealistic, but maybe the goal should have been broken down to smaller goals, a.k.a. mini goals. For example, okay, first step, by by February 1st, pull my credit. By February 15th, dispute items on my credit or find a credit counselor to assist me on disputing my items. Start getting an idea of neighborhood or price range and work up things that I need to do, budget my money, don't uh, and decrease my spending habits. Start really saving my money. E, you know, stuff like that. So then by when it's time for you to hit that goal, so we like so by let's say in January of next year, you did all your mini steps, but you can still when you check them off as accomplishment. Was your credit check? It's nothing, it feels good, I don't know about nobody else, when you check that box that you completed. So I'm not like, go, girl, you can, go, girl. And I'll be super duper excited when I check my goal. You want to lose weight. You don't have, always have to go to the gym. It starts right with your mind. It starts with your relationship with food. So I want to lose 10 pounds. Which first thing to do? Sit down and create tangible action steps, a.k.a. mini goals. A, first goal, clean out my pantry of things that, so that food that tempts me to overeat. B, maybe seek a dietitian or talk to someone and ask, you know, talk, make a point with your physician and get a full medical workup so you can know what your body is dealing with. So because sometimes we don't go to the doctor enough or we don't get um, our annual enough or even just visit the doctor to know to know what our body can sustain. Get blood work done because you're going to went on losing weight and next thing you know, X, Y, and Z coming out. Find out, know your body. See, if you overeat, what what. What happens in your life or what triggers make you overeat? Are you an emotional eater? Do you eat when you're happy? Do you eat when you're sad? Because I have to figure that out. I told you I'm not no domesticator. Like, hey, I had to mind, like, hey, you got to cook. Because sometimes a home-cooked meal. But guess what? You don't have to cook an extravagant meal. It could be something basic. Like today my lunch is just cabbage and, and baked chicken. 
because I know Raleigh got too fancy with the peppers and sausage and all that with the cabbage. I wouldn't have cooked it. I don't like, you know what, that's too much. I don't, I'm not, I'm not overcomplicating things. It can be just as simple. Eggs, bacon, oatmeal. Simple. We don't have, we make it hard. It don't have to be hard. Simple. Another, another mini goal on the weight loss. Hey, just decrease your water. So instead of sitting down watching Dateline, I love Dateline. I know that's what I said. How about while you watching Dateline, do some walk, walk in place. Or get you a little step stool from five below and just go walking while you're watching your favorite show. You get some movement. Or when you feel like you want to eat, go outside, throw a coat on and go for a walk. Because I know it's kind of cold. However, that wind was kind of, that air was just kind of, I guess, get you to pump it and you walk and next thing you know, you're not even thinking about how cold you are. Or go to the gym. If, if your pockets or whatever seat fit allow you to join the gym, by all means, go on a treadmill. You don't have to go in there thinking, you're, okay, like you got a flat booty, you want boots by tomorrow. It's not going to happen, sis, because I'm, t- I'm telling it to myself. You have to start slow. Everybody want to start. They want to jump right in with both foot in. But that's sometimes how you drive. Start slow. And the first thing you have to start with is with your mind and yourself. Nothing is going to happen unless you set your mind to do it. And if you're not serious, then it's not going to happen. You're not, it's not going to happen. But when you see that some big, big, when you have this such humongous goal, that looking at that can be fright, fearful. It can be scary because one of my goals I had, y'all, to the right hand, right hand of Jesus, is that I want to take my kids to Disney World. And I had that goal for 10 years. I'm going to be real. Maybe now I have six children. Financially, I couldn't afford Disney World. But that, that every every couple months, I'm like, I'm going to Disney World. I'm going to Disney World. I'm going to Disney World. For 10 years. But never did I think about doing small mini steps. Like, hey, pay on it. Do this. Do this. No, I didn't. I was like, okay, I want to go. But last year, God of God blessed me and put me in a better financial standing that I was able to take five of my six children to Disney World. Couldn't take the second artist. He was in Japan. But guess what? When he comes back to the States, all six of us going to go. Because that's the goal that I set. Because I'm going to take all six of my kids. Not five, all six. But I said it to say last year, I took all five of my children to Disney World. And when I was able to take them, it was I didn't have to worry about, can I do this? They were able to get and have whatever they want. And not only did we go to Disney World, we went to Universal Studios and SeaWorld. And they had an amazing time. And no, I didn't cook. We went out to eat. And they enjoyed their stuff. To this point that my baby boy still said, I want to go back to Disney World. He is the reason I met Delta, because we flew Delta. And he said, Mommy, I want you to work at Disney World or Delta. And guess what his mommy did? Mommy wants to pop for Disney World and Delta, but Delta called me back Disney World did. But but I put myself in a position so when my children, come, my other son come back, we're going to be able to go. I always had a goal that I want to travel the world with my children. So God placed it in the mouth of the babe for me to get a job at Delta. So guess what? I'm going to, I'm able now, after their passport come back, to travel the world with my children. I'll be able to expose them to things. But guess what? It took many steps. Because I knew I wanted to travel. How do you travel, Michelle, when economically you can't afford it? You get a job at the airline. You get it. It's simple. 
you get a job at the airline. And that will afford you the opportunity to travel all over the world. Just get a job at the airline. And it has. I, I see my coworkers travel do day trips, Amsterdam, England. And this year, that me and my church are going to be on one of those Delta One flights, and we're going to have that same experience. And I'm speaking to assistance because I'm doing many steps, many goals to get to that. Yes, we fly for free. However, I'm starting to save money for hotels as tourism is things that we would like to do when we get to these destinations. I say this to keep telling you, and I know y'all like, oh, you just say this over and over again. But we have to take small steps. And you know, you know, growing up, my grandma and them used to tell us all the time, you have to crawl before you can walk. But some of us, some of us set these goals so big that it's just straight walking. Where's the crawling? You don't have to reinvent yourself for a new you to get the goals that you need to accomplish. So what you do, you just need to figure out what stopped me last year, year before last, year after that, that I have to stand new year, new me. It all, sit down, get a notepad and write it out. Sometimes we got to see it. Because sometimes it's just simple as what we feed into our spirit, what we listen to, what conversations that we entertain, who do we interact with on a daily basis. Sometimes it's, it's the power of our own son. Are we speaking negatively against us, against, each, against ourselves? Because sometimes we can talk ourselves on our own blessing, on our own girl goal, not knowing that we're doing it. You said, I want to start this business. And here you go. I can't afford to start the business where I get the money for the business. You already yourself. You already, you already doctored yourself. You already talked it out. So, no, you're probably not going to accomplish it. Oh, I want to lose weight, but I can't give up this. I can't give up this. I can't give up that. Yes, you can. Why you can't find an alternative to it? You talk yourself out of your own blessing. You talk yourself out of your elevation. Oh, I want a better job, but yet you're not doing that to get the better job. Yes, I want a better home, but yet you not taking, you're not being a good steward of what God gave you. And I'm guilty of that. Raise your hand. That's me. And I'm going to be honest with you. I say all the time, I'm going to get me a new car. I'm going to get me a new car. Nothing wrong with my car. I just want a new car. And, I, and it's a specific car that I want. And I had to tell myself yesterday, I got in my car. Started up. I said, girl, how you want a new car, but you can't keep the car that you got clean? You allow your children to come in here and junkie it up instead of telling them, hey, don't eat in here. Hey, don't do this. Hey, take your trash when you leave out. What you do, you leave it in here. But you do clean your car out. You'll pay this man $200 to detail your car. And it looks good for a day or two, but as soon as your little ones, and they not little, they know better. But as soon as they get in here, you let them do what they want to do. You let them jump over your seats, but you not let them be a good stewardess of the car that God bless you with now. That's getting you through point A, B, C, D, E, and F. So how God going to bless you with a new car and you're not taking care of the car he can? So yesterday, we had a car meeting, me and these children, and I let them know, hey, this is the rules and regulation of my car, and I'm going to enforce it. Because if I don't, I'm teaching them that they can always tear up things, and I don't. I, I, if they find, 
And sometimes I'd rather just say, you know, I'll do it myself instead of having them do it. I'm not doing that anymore. You you guys are fully capable of picking up your paper in the car. You're fully capable of not leaving your your drink box, drink container, your coat, your boot bag. When you get out the car, whatever you brought in the car, take it with you. I say I want to be a good steward of my money, but yet I, I spend it frequently on things that I know I don't need. How God going to bless me with millions if I'm not doing good, if I'm not doing good with the salary that I got? He can't, he's not going to increase it. He's not going to increase it if you're not doing, if you're not being a good steward of the money that you have now. Why would God increase it? Why would God increase something that you mishandled and not or what he gave you? So we have to literally, really, really be mindful. Excuse me, guys. I'm driving and I'm podcasting. But we have to literally, literally be mindful of the things that we want God to do in our lives. We can't say we want one thing and do another. We can't say we want God to move, but we're not moving with ourselves. I, I I highly challenge you, ladies, my gorgeous community. Today, like I stated earlier, get a notebook. Spend five, ten minutes along with yourself to figure out what you want this year to look like. I didn't do a vision board this year. I mean, you know what I think about I did a digital vision board, but I also did a prayer board this year. And I and with my prayer board I put what I I prayed, I mean I put I, I read I read in my I mean I wrote down my prayer. Also, I attached it with a Bible verse to that specific prayer. So when I look at it and I recite my prayer aloud, I recite the Bible verse, and I put, it is so, because I'm sealing the deal. I already put it in Jesus' name, but I said it is so because I'm sealing it, because I know this is what I want God to move in my life for this year and in these areas. And, this is a, and I was very, very specific of what I prayed for on my prayer board. But in order for me to do that, I had to take some time to myself without my children, without phones, without anything. And I took a half a day to myself. And I sat down. And I, before I did my prayer, when I prayed, God, like, God, these are the things that I'm praying for. These are the things that, and it's not, and it was not just materialistic things. Some of it was emotion. Some of it was the things that I wanted to do differently within myself. And one of them I could share with you guys, I wanted to treat myself differently. I, like I said before, I don't want to continue to be masculine. I don't. I I have to be masculine because at this time I'm not married. But I mean, I'm 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 afraid. I'm masculine in my household. What that mean? I'm the disciplinary, um, the financial coach. I'm everything to my children because right now we don't have a man in our life to play that to to do that role. So I'm doing that role. But I don't want to be masculine outside my home. So with that, what I'm saying by that is that I don't pump my own gas. My children pump my gas. My sons pump my gas. And I and I really started that because I'm like, I don't get gas unless they're in a car because I'm teaching them to be masculine. And I've been doing that, but I'm really unfortunate because I'll get gas by myself, but I'm not doing that anymore. I don't want to have such a vulgar mouth and be loud and cussing all the time. I don't want that. I want to be soft when I speak. No, I'm not changing my personality. Yes, I'm still going to be Michelle. Yes, I'm still going to be fun, laughing, joking, silly. Yes, I'm still all going to be her. But sometimes words that come in my mouth don't have to be a cuss word. I could choose I could choose my language better. That's what I mean. 
I don't want to be masculine in the point that when God do bring my husband, that he be like, girl, you all right? <laughs> and I don't want him to feel like that he has to be feminine, and I'm the masculine one. Uh, no, I want a masculine man. Yes, I do. I want a masculine man. I don't want a feminine man. I want a masculine man. Yes. And I want to be so... I want to keep continuing to give myself grace, and I want to be soft with myself. So I'm starting to do more feminine things that, that I didn't used to do. You know, start doing things on a softer side with Michelle. So that means instead of just, I don't want to go outside with a scarf on my head. Take take get up. I know I got something to do. Get up a little bit earlier or leave a little, I mean, or get up and start preparing myself a little earlier. So when I go outside, I'm looking, I don't want to go out there just throwing on anything, looking crazy. Because I'm I'm going, I'm positioning myself to what I want to attract. I don't want to attract a man looking crazy. I can look crazy in the house, but when I go outside, I don't want to look crazy. I'm doing everything in my power. And then I plus, I want to start, and when I say start being more feminine and giving myself more grace is that when I feel like I'm tired, I, I'm going to honor myself. Like yesterday, I had a slow Sunday. It was called a slow Sunday. I didn't move fast. I did everything at my own pace. So whatever did didn't get done that I wanted to do on Sunday, I didn't worry about it. I'll get to it when I can, and I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel sad about it. I'm okay with it because guess what? I've been whooping and running and lacking sleep, and I'm lacking sleep because I have my grandbaby, but it's okay because she's a baby. I chose that, and I got up with her because I wanted to. So yesterday was my time to rest because she's gone back home, and I didn't I didn't really talk on the phone. I really, really gave myself grace and gave my body rest so that I can be fueled because this week is a long week for me. I work both jobs this week. So I wanted to give myself enough rest and enough replenishment so when the days that I got to work both jobs, I will be refreshed, that I don't be irritated. So instead of me saying this year, new year, new me, I said this year, new me, a better refocus of me. I refined my goals. I did things. I'm doing things differently. So it don't have to be a new year, new me. Think about what you can do differently. I appreciate you guys for listening. Follow me on our social, Hey Gorgeous Hey, on TikTok, Michelle underscore A underscore K at Instagram, Michelle A K on Facebook. I truly appreciate you. I hope you ladies have an amazing, amazing week, my gorgeous ladies. And I want you to know I love each and every one of you guys. And I just continue to doing what you're doing. But but I'm gonna tell you one thing. Life lies in the power of your tongue. Speak softly to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Love on yourself because you only got one self. You are what people treat you. So if you're tired of people mishandling you, stop mishandling yourself. Have an amazing day. See you next week. Mwah!